Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to each and every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. I just finished the boot camp here at CFF. As most of you know, we do it uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. We bring in a personal trainer, and it helps all of us blow off some steam and try to get into shape, and that's what I'm doing in my 50 by 50 weight loss. Thank you to everybody who's reached out and shot me an email at mmonero at cffnationwide.com or even on social and gave it, giving me a shout out to help me on the process of losing 50 pounds by my 50th birthday. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. I'm going to do a series of podcasts that teach, that teach you what I know in business. I'm going to do my best to unpack my expertise in a series of podcasts over the next couple weeks in which I'm teaching you as much as I can possibly teach you about as much as I can possibly know about business and money and entrepreneurship. And today is going to be the first of this series, and I'm not sure whether it's going to be six or it's going to be 12, but I'm going to teach you exactly how I think in business. And the first part of what I'm going to teach about is really right out of business finishing school. Now, business finishing school is the program that I own 50% of uh, that we're putting on our 15th growth summit in February. Uh, you should be seeing some of that on social media. If you're not seeing it, then please do me a favor and make sure you follow me and hit your notifications and subscribe because we're getting ready to really crank it up. I'm super excited to be part of this because I think it's the greatest content ever created in the history of business. And my mission is to help as many business owners deploy and learn this content so that you can get out of this mess called your business, just like the mess I created for myself called my business for all those years. And then when I went through business finishing school, I learned how to redo it. And my challenge to you is, when are you going to make that decision to redo it, to rebuild the business in a way that it provides you what it was supposed to have provided you when you started it, and then time and perhaps your lack of a roadmap or lack of structure stole it from you, just like it stole from me. So on today's episode, I'm going to talk about what we teach in Business Finishing School called values-based decision-making. And some people might actually think that this is a little bit foo-foo, that it's a little bit light, that you really can't run a business based on values and that you must run the business based on profits and heavy-handed and employer against the employee and take advantage of the customer and make as much money as you possibly can. And I don't disagree with all of those, but what I'm telling you is that often creates shrapnel. It creates this messy environment and that mess steals time from us. It steals happiness from us. It steals trust from us within our work environments. It steals uh, confidence. It steals the truth. And I want those things that business has stolen from me and is stealing from you. And the way I was able to do that was when we started to run a values-based 
business. Here's what I mean when I say values. What the heck do you stand for? What are you willing to tolerate? And what are you no longer willing to tolerate? And you come up with the answer to that when you create your value proposition. Now, we in my office call it core values. We go a step further and then we also overlay a mission statement. And then we go a step further in my company and in business finishing school and we refer to it as a catalyzing statement. And on today's podcast, I'm going to walk you through each of these steps. Because if this is of interest to you, I want you to come to my growth summit, February 22, 23, and 24 in Dallas. Go to bfssummit.com and register. Come and watch Tim Story. Come and watch Elena Cardone. Come and watch me. Come and watch my partner, Rick Sapio. Come and watch my buddy, Hoss Pratt. Come and watch our friend, uh, Rand Stegen. Come and watch Dr. Ivan Meisner. Come and watch Dustin. Um, of Business Finishing School, come and immerse yourself in this program because it is transformational and that's the name of this year's theme, Transformation Now, Your Roadmap to Radical Results. So let's stay on point. I don't want it to be ever construed as if it's a selling proposition. I want to teach. And what I'm teaching you is how do you go about and turn your business from what it is into something that it should have been in the beginning. And I believe step number one is the creation of a values-based decision-making model. So you have to come up with your core values. What are the things that you stand for? And I believe you as the owner should clearly define those for yourself and your organization. I'm going to give you the four in my company. Number one is called company profits. Number two is our personal happiness. Number three is preserving our reputation. And number four is customer loyalty. Now you can put those in whatever order you want. It doesn't matter to me. But I'm interested in making money in business. I'm interested in being happy. I'm interested in having loyal customers. And I'm interested in having a bulletproof reputation of doing perfect clean business. So when I put my head down on the pillow every night, I never have to worry about screwing anybody. My reputation is more important than any money that anybody could ever throw at me. And it has always been that way for me, but we didn't have very clear core values for way too many years. And so what ended up happening was we had this sort of guessing game. We had, well, some people kind of do it this way and some people kind of do it the other way in our office. And the customer, this customer thinks they got this from us and this customer thinks they got something a little different from us. And when we were hiring people, we would say, well, do you think you could sell? Like, can you pick up the phone and make 100 calls? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, great, you're hired. The worst possible way to build a business. And so when we got crystal clear about our core values, we began to... uh, overlay all of our decisions against that value proposition called our core values. And so when you go about creating your core values, there's a few things I want you to do. The first thing is I don't want you to rush it. It doesn't have to happen overnight. You can take your time. And if I related to a personal example of getting fat, I didn't get fat overnight. 
Dude, I got fat over years and years and years of lack of discipline and, and kind of being addicted to food and sugar and, and sort of it just built up over time. The same things happen in your business. All these little problems, these gray areas, because of lack of values, they built up over time and the odds are you're not going to tear them down and fix them overnight. Now, I'm going to caution you. It shouldn't take you years either. It should literally take you a week or two to kick your feet back, to take time away from the current or the urgent of your office and begin to rethink what is it that you want your business to stand for. And therefore, how do you go about creating core values? So you need to probably come to Business Finishing School, the Growth Summit in February. We're going to give you the list. There's hundreds of words that we give to you and ask you to circle to determine what words actually mean the most to you. And then we're even going to challenge you in Business Finishing School to take it to your key managers and give them the same list of words and ask them to circle the words that represent what your business means to them and what is important to them, and then we'll match those up because really the five or six key words that are, become repetitive, you've got them, your manager's got them, your employees have them, well, guess what? Those five or six key words are what become your core values. That's what your organization stands for. And I'm hopeful that when those words get picked, that they actually end up representing what it is you want your business to stand for, because they may not. And I remember specifically when we were going through our core values, one of our salespeople said his primary core value is how much commission can he make. Now, I'm not against that. I'm down with that. I support that ambition. But that ambition had to be rolled into our values-based decision of our four core values. And guess what? It ended up being one of our core values, company profits, not individual commissions, but company profits. And so we had to work with that guy. It didn't take long to remind him that as the company does well, he will individually prosper as well. So core values begin, number one, with you taking the time to begin to visualize how do you rebuild this thing? How do you redefine it? What do you stand for? What do you want it to look like? What will you tolerate and what will you not tolerate by taking this list of words and literally just reading through it and circling what those words are. The list is too long for me to go through on the podcast. If you're dead serious about it, I want you to come to Business Finishing School in February. The next thing you have to do, though, is really create something deeper. And that is what, in Business Finishing School, we call the mission statement. What does the company exist for? Why are you in business? And I don't want it to be we're in business to build widgets uh, for, uh, uh, you know, uh, dollar stores. Now, that's not, uh, build shelving units for dollar stores. Dude, that's not what you're in business for. You're in business to give an efficient delivery process for people who shop at the dollar store to be able to receive the items that they want so that they can bring those items back to their family and maybe supply their family or feed their family or clothe their family. That's a mission statement. I'm in business to do more than just what most people think I'm in business to do. And you can go to our website, cffnationwide.com, click the About Us and read our mission statement and core values on our website if you want. 
And then if you really want to go to the next level that we teach in business finishing school, you got to create a catalyzing statement. It's this statement that says, this is why you want to be part of our movement. Now at Commercial Fleet, our catalyzing statement is, we finance America one truck at a time. Because that's what we do. Truckers supply America. 80% of everything in your house was brought on a truck. And when we finance trucks, we are contributing to the economic engine of America. Trucking drives our economy. It's totally connected to consumer demand. And so when you have this, this catalyzing statement that says, we finance America one truck at a time, it begins to make the reason why financing trucks greater than just making a commission. You're, you're contributing to the American economic engine when you finance America one truck at a time. It's also very powerful and rewarding for our customers who are truckers who often get crapped on in the marketplace. But when we can connect with them and say, together, you, Mr. Trucker, and us, Mr. Truck Finance Company, we're contributing to the American economic engine. We're fueling America by financing one truck at a time. That's interesting to customers. That's different. When you add a mission statement for internally, what are you all about and why do you want to come and work for us? And then you overlay that to core values. You now have one of the most transformational elements of fixing that business that stole so much from you. You already paid the price, man. The business made you pay a price. It was an economic price. It was a health price. It, perhaps it was an emotional price. Could have been relationship price. You paid a price. It's time to fix it and rebuild a business or start building a business the right way. And the way it all began to make sense to me after pushing that rock up the hill, and I pushed and pushed, and you know I got a high tolerance of pain, so I pushed that rock harder than most people, and I made a success for myself and, and the company. But when I got immersed in business finishing school and I began to understand that we actually can foundationally build a business that becomes a legacy-based business, that becomes easier to communicate with our customers and potential employees and existing employees, and that really resonated with me. And so what I'm teaching you today on values-based decision making is literally the very first thing we teach in business finishing school. And that alone is worth a thousand times the cost of being part of business finishing school. It's going to cost you 599 bucks to come to the event. If you want to buy the program, you can buy it on a monthly basis or you can buy the whole thing for $4,788. And if all you got out of it was module video number one about values-based decision-making, it could be worth a thousand times what you paid for it. Now, let me give you the kicker on values-based decision-making. I talk about it in the book, You Need More Money. In order to enforce them, you must put what we call the doorman in front of it. And the doorman is the guard, the person that protects the catalyzing statement, the mission statement, and the core values from all of the distractions that exist in the marketplace. In essence, the doorman is like the doorman that sits in front of the fancy building or the nightclub and says, man, you're not cool enough to get in. 
You're not part of our crowd. You ain't going to make it in tonight, buddy. There's no chance. If you don't know what's going on inside, you ain't getting in. That's what you got to do to protect the core values, the mission statement, and the catalyzing statement. You have to put this filter in front. We call it the doorman, that everything must clear through the doorman to get into your business. And that's what protects the core values, the mission statement, and the catalyzing statement, because those are the filter that no one should ever have access to unless they align. So you shouldn't be hiring people unless they align with your mission statement and your core values. Your clients should buy into your catalyzing statement, your big idea, your big mission you know, the, the best catalyzing statement, and we talk about this in Business Finishing School, is when JFK, the President John F. Kennedy, said, we will put a man on the moon by the end of this decade. And people said, man, count me in on that. That sounds awesome. Nobody knew how the heck they were going to do it. But he, was, he, he proclaimed it, and people began to get behind it. That's a beautiful catalyzing statement. Bill Gates said uh, at Microsoft, our dream is to have a computer on every desktop in every house. Bam. People were like, count me in for that one, right? I've told you this before. When Volvo, who were making junky cars, said, we're going to build the safest car on the planet, people signed up for that and said, dude, I want in on those, right? I want to be part of building the safest car on the planet. And they ended up achieving that. That's the message. It's so unbelievably powerful, and it, it so disappoints me when I see so many businesses struggling. They're still pushing that rock up the hill because nobody taught them the right way to do it. They didn't learn. They didn't find it. They didn't search. They weren't a deep enough learning student to get it, and therefore they, they struggle, man. They struggle with money and relationships and time and fear and trust and organization and chaos day after day after day. And I ain't talking out of left field here, man. I did it. I'm an incredible tolerance for pain, and I put up with the madness that small business is for way too long. That is why my passion for the second half of my life is to take this business finishing school platform and plug it into millions of business owners. That's my teaching lesson for today on the importance of values-based decision-making and putting the doorman in front of your core values, your mission statement, and your catalyzing statement. If it resonates with you and you want to learn more, go to bfssummit.com and come to my event in February. I can promise you this as we close on today's podcast. I would never be involved with an event unless it was going to be epic. I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.